The Full Spectrum Podcast, presented by Champions and Legends. Champions and Legends produces hemp-derived CBD sports supplements for athletic preparation, performance, and recovery. Discover Champions and Legends on the World Wide Web at championsandlegends.com. This is the Full Spectrum Podcast with Big Data and Maverick, available wherever you get your podcasts. Big Data, what's up, buddy? Welcome back to another big episode of the Full Spectrum Podcast. Last week, we did a little Thanksgiving special. There was really nothing thankful on my end. I don't know how you did overall. But again, I mean, I got to be honest with you. I hate the Detroit Lions. I hate the Chicago Bears. I don't know what's up with Dallas. I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm, I'm just tired. And then Buffalo made me look bad. I'm just tired of it altogether, Big Data. Maverick, we've got... Well, we both gave bad picks on the Bears. Oh, the Bears. Minus Bears. three and a half. We both took them, so we lost that one. I took the Raiders plus seven and a half. You took the Cowboys, so you took the loss there. So you yeah. started the day 0 and 2. I started the day mm-hmm. 1 and 1. Then right. I picked the Saints, and they got murdered by the Bills. You took the Bills. Right. Nice. I know, but you. I didn't want to. And then I brought it back to respectability. I took the Bengals minus three and a half in a thrashing of the Steelers. And you took the Patriots, another thrashing. So we both ended up two and not bad for for Thanksgiving week. True, true. Good point. Good point. It was a good week. But I feel like this week we're going to do even better because I just can't beat you. Honor to you again to start off the week 13 of the NFL betting week go ahead buddy let's go i'm gonna start off with uh one of my favorite teams to bet with and one of the most perplexing this season let's start with the chargers against the Bengals. home game for the Bengals, favored by three mm-hmm. i've got the Bengals all the way up to tied at fourth overall I've got them sixth in offense and sixth in defense. And this is, I mean, just from what, you know, perception to reality, I have the Chargers 24th overall, 18th in offense. I have them 30th in defense. Their defense has been a tire fire. So huge difference in rankings for me. It's only a three-point spread. So I'm betting against this horrible Chargers defense. Give me the Bengals, minus three. Take that for data. You know what? I'm looking at, I'm, I'm thinking about Burroughs, and then I'm thinking about Herbert. Here's the future of the NFL. These two great quarterbacks, they're probably going to be gunslinging all the way to the Hall of Fame. I'd, I'd take a wild guess at that. But I agree. It, you know, I'm not always in agreement with your rankings because I think that sometimes you might have a certain team a little higher, but it's actually been working in your favor. However, yeah, that Chargers defense licks. They are just not doing anything to help out their buddy Justin. And the Bengals, I just I can't figure that team out, buddy. I just one week I love them, one week I hate them. I I I, I see what you're doing here. You know what, Cincinnati fan, you guys got strong stomachs. I just don't know. It's like a roller coaster ride for both these teams. 
Good, good start to the season or good start to the week. I like that bet right off the bat. Um, I'm going to go with one that is a little weird. I, I, I'm looking at it. I see two teams, big data in the New York Giants and the Miami Dolphins. This line opened at minus two and a half for the Dolphins that are all of a sudden surging. Tua's playing good. Waddle's playing good. That defense is starting to act like they did last year. And they're taking on the Giants who, again, this Giants team, I just, well, I just, I actually think on paper, this team is actually not bad, but I got to look at the team that's hot right now. I got to look at the scenario. The lines moved up to minus four now. Um, Vegas likes them. The Joes like them. But why do I so badly want to take the Giants? Why, big data? Why do I want to do it? I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the plus four points. I'm going to take the Giants because I just feel that now that this team is, you know, they're, they're relatively healthy again. The, the Miami Dolphins are getting a lot of pub, but I don't think the Dolphins are just as good as everyone seems to think they are. I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take the Giants plus the four this weekend. Wow. Great pick. Um, I was going to pick that game in the Giants also, so good for you. Ooh. Really like it. I think the Miami is a little hot right now, but I have the Giants actually ranked higher than the mm. Dolphins. So give me the higher team plus the points. I like that pick big time. Beautiful. Who do you got for your second game of the week? Yeah, so I'm going to go back to... Uh, a team that I've been been banging pretty hard this season. Uh, and they're probably the most popular team in the league. Let's talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road against the Atlanta Falcons. Tampa Bay favored by 11 on the road. I've got Tampa 10th, tied for 10th with Baltimore overall in my rankings. I've got them second in offense, 20th in defense. I've got Atlanta 29th row. I've got them 27th in offense. I've got them second to last, 31st in defense. So we've got the second best defense against the second worst offense. 11 points. And yeah, Tampa minus eleven. Give it to me. Big data is not wrong. I absolutely love big data. I just looked down at the sheet, and you usually tell me who you're going to play. I am so sorry. I accidentally took your game, buddy. So how about this? I mean, being that you wanted the Giants and I took the Giants, if they end up winning, you can have that game. I'll pick another one really quickly. Uh, Philadelphia minus seven against the New York Jets. The Jets. You know what? They they feel like they're cool again. You know, they win last week. This that Philadelphia had a horrible game last week. I'll take this one as my game that I should have taken over the Giants. I, I apologize. I feel horrible about it. But hey, how about this? I'll take Philadelphia minus a seven. Even though they're away, they're not in Philly. I just feel like they had a horrible game last week. It's not them. They are a lot better than they than that. And minus seven, a little high, but I think uh Hertz is gonna come back and just put on a thrashing on this Jets team. I think we'll just we'll just throw that Giants pick as a bonus pick. Yeah, let's do we're that. Just, we're we're both like it, so uh, yeah, we'll give you the Eagles minus seven against the Jets. I like that. Uh, Eagles 
record's a lot worse than how they're playing. They're 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 playing well. I mean, pretty brutal offensive performance last week against the Giants. But I don't think the Jets will be able to flummox them the, the way the Giants did. So strong pick there. Um, big data, the game that I do want to play, and no matter what, and you definitely don't have it on your list, it's the L.A. Rams taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's right now the line just moved to minus 13. I originally had it written down for minus 12. So as you can see, it's starting to progressively get up there because everybody and their dog wants the Rams action. The Rams in the month of November did absolutely nothing. They literally didn't win a game. And this is with the acquisition of Von Miller. This is with bringing in Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. But now they're at home and talk about a way to start off your December taking on the Jaguars, which I just absolutely think this is going to be the grossest game of all. This is going to be a thrashing and a half. The old Maverick would easily love to take the Jags here as the underdog, but I cannot. I mean, this line will probably end up at 14, if not higher, by game time. I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the low-hanging fruit, big data. <laughs> I need this win. I need this. Rams, minus 13. Boom. You really do. I'm gonna. I'm a little nervous for you on this one. Uh, I've been. I was burned uh, by the Rams a couple of weeks ago, and you know they're not playing very well. Uh, Jaguars seem to be hit and miss, but are playing a lot better. I mean, in my rankings, there's you know we've got a. I've got Rams 16th, and I have Jaguars. You know, at 20 tied for 29th with the other awful teams like. Falcons and and Texans, so it makes sense from an overall point of view. But something about those Rams lately giving me the willies. I don't blame you, buddy. I I couldn't agree more. But I mean, if there's a time where you got to start putting it on now at seven and four, if they don't make the move now, Arizona will run away with this division, and who knows where the Rams will actually end up in the playoff race? Will they even end up in the playoffs? And that would be an absolute horrible horrible season ending way if the Rams don't even make the playoffs I mean a lot of people had these guys pegged to win the Super Bowl for God's sake so long story short they got to start making their move now oh, that's so so true all right next up I got your favorite team I'm gonna I'm gonna give a bet here <laughs> Sunday night football Ooh. Broncos Chiefs Chiefs at home favored by nine and a half points but let me tell you this, I've got but I have the Broncos sixth overall, sixteenth in offense, but second in defense. That Broncos defense, even without Von Miller, is playing some great football. I think they're gonna give the Chiefs some problems. I have them ranked higher. I gotta go with the Broncos on the road plus nine and a half. Ooh, you know what? I am so happy you took this game. I wanted to play it, and I said, no, nah, you know what? These guys have burned me too many times, and I got to take my own advice. I got to walk away from this game. And I'm just, <laughs> But I am glad that you're playing this one. That's awesome. Um, at home, Chiefs, I don't know. This is I love it. See, this is I, I'm going to follow your data. I'm going to follow the data. I like what you're doing here, buddy. I like what you're doing here. Um, speaking of interdivision games, I'm also going to do one as my third game. It's the San Francisco 49ers at six and five, taking on the Seattle Seahawks three and eight. Russell's back, but uh, I don't know what he's cooking. 
I, I, I don't know. Because after that Monday night fiasco, the Seahawks are not the team that we once believed in. That the, the whole defense is obviously gone, and it's been gone for years. But then Russell was able to produce some points and always make games exciting, especially against the 49ers. But this 49ers team is getting healthy, and they're getting hot at the right time of the year. And what's their big thing, Data? They love to run the ball, play action. Garoppolo starting to catch a little bit of fire. That Debo Samuel, I mean, this guy is the new utility jackknife player of the league. I got to take San Francisco minus the three. I actually don't even think this is going to be close. I think San Francisco is going to put the final nail in the coffin on the on the Seahawks this coming Sunday. Yeah, I got to agree with you there. Offensively, the Niners are in a groove. You know, Samuel's incredible. And, you know, the opposite of that, our boy, DK Matt Bull, mm-hmm. is doing nothing. Nothing, except dyeing his hair. Yeah, exactly. He's using a lot of dye. But Russell <laughs> can't get him the ball. And it's honestly a nightmare in Seahawk land right now. Not good, not good. And you know what? Let's call it what it is. For those lime jerseys are now being looked upon as ugly as they are. Like you couldn't say anything before because the Seahawks were actually pretty good. You're like, oh, okay, whatever. But now we can say the jerseys suck, and so do the Seattle Seahawks. That's just the way I look at it. <laughs> True. All right. We head to the Monday night game. And you know what? Me and Big Data couldn't have planned it better. This is to me the game of the week, and it happens to be the Monday night football game. It's the Number one seed in the AFC East, not the Buffalo Bills. It's the New England Patriots taking on the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. The line stands right now, Buffalo minus two and a half. That tells me something that Vegas is seeing as well. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be maybe the funnest game of the year so far. Bills seven and four, Patriots eight and four. Big data. Who do you like in the Monday night matchup? Yeah, this is this is exciting for my rankings. I have the Bills first overall. I have Arizona and New England tied at second overall. Mm. So two of the top three teams in my rankings are playing. Obviously, it's a home game for the Bills. But they're not three-point favorites, which means Vegas is mm-hmm. trending towards the Patriots a little bit. I think the Bills have been really up and down lately. Patriots have been playing great. I have them as the best defense in the league. I got to go with the Patriots this week. Big data. This is what I'm going to say. This is the matchup I have been waiting for. So this past weekend, there was an amazing fight. It was Teofino Lopez against George Cambosos Jr. for the lightweight championship of the world. And the biggest upset in maybe boxing no, i wouldn't say history but definitely in the 2021 year happened cambosos knocked out lopez who was a huge favorite and i think the same thing happens this weekend i agree with you i think the new england patriots give me the points i think they're actually the better team and the fact of the matter is this game i really do, do think will change the perplexion of buffalo buffalo came in hot They've fallen a little bit. This could be that final punch to knock Buffalo down, and they may not be able to get off the canvas. I think Bill smells blood, and it's going to be New England. And you're giving me points? 
It's almost too good to be true, buddy. <laughs> and I got to say for the gambling crowd, you've just invented an amazing new gambling word, perplexion. I like that. <laughs> This, I think I kind of, I think is, I, I think it's a real word. I think this is this is the best perplexion. That is how I <laughs> that is the ultimate gambling word. That's how I feel when I'm watching the games and I'm losing. Perplexion. <laughs> perplexion. That's the name of the podcast this week. From there, buddy, we go to everyone's favorite segment because hey, this is how you win money. And in fact, in the great debate, you'll see why. Because apparently what big data is doing is causing controversy all over the world. It's pump and dump. Oh yeah, let's get at it. You know, uh, with week 13 coming up, the playoffs are just around the corner, so mind your team. This is make or break time yes. in the fantasy season. I know in the league we play in together, I am right on the fence. You know, six of the 12 teams make the playoffs. Top two teams get buys, and I'm right on that sixth line. I got to step up if I want to make the playoffs and get a chance to win this thing. Let's start with the QBs as usual. And we just talked Buffalo. The GOAT and Josh Allen are tied at the top of the standings. Justin Herbert sneaking into third place. So very interesting. A lot of movement in the top three of the quarterbacks. They're very close together this year. Mm -hmm. And week to week, based on who has a bye or who plays really well, uh, other than the GOAT, of course, the other two guys seem to change quite often. Uh, bottom QB, I'm going to go with someone this week. He's only averaging 16 fantasy points per game but he's thrown 379 passes which is a lot so far into the season 16 touchdowns 11 interceptions which is not that bad uh so it's a lot of attempts meager fantasy success who is it maddie ice i I have no words for you. Quick question. Let's say you're playing a little DraftKings this weekend big data really quickly give me one answer really quickly Minnesota's taking on Detroit. Do you play Cousins or do you take Drew taking on Jacksonville? Who would you start in that game? Oh, I think Cousins is pretty hot right now. I would I would take Cousins. I think so too. I think so too. All right. Sorry. Go ahead, buddy. Next up, running backs. I mean, he's ever since the injury to Derrick Henry, he's been the best back in the league by far. Jonathan Taylor is running away with it now. Uh, in third place, and he's been in third place a lot this year, Austin Eckler having an excellent season. But number two, this is the most surprising guy, Joe Mixon, finally living up to the hype. Mm -hmm. What a season for Mixon owners after just years of misery. I know I've had him a couple times before. So great job, Joe. And the bottom running, bottom running back, I got to say, this is, this is difficult. Only 99 carries, 37 receptions, 84 points overall. It was your top two or three pick this season, and he's out for the year now. Christian McCaffrey. So just want to say sorry to you fantasy owners. He really messed up your team. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. McCaffrey, Henry, Cook, and Kamara. And Kamara possibly out for the rest of the year. Not 100%, but four of your top guys all gone. I, I Next year, big data, I got to be honest, I think the running back position is going to be one where I – Leave a little bit later on. This is, this is, you can't trust any of the top guys, man. You know, in most years, you can't, you know, you put so much resources into one of these top running backs. But as you well know, running the run on running backs always happens first. It's true. It's true. 
wide receivers have this week. The top three has been pretty stable. Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, Tyreek Hill. But I'll give you the bottom wide receiver. He's on the powerhouse New England Patriots, Jacoby. He has 90 targets this year and only 67 points, (laughs) including one touchdown. So usually you look for the guy who gets a lot of targets, gets you a lot of points. Not the case with Jacoby. Uh, I have no words for him. Yeah, no words, I know. No words. Tight ends, not much action there. Kelsey's, of course, number one. Andrew's still number two. Dawson Knox, back from injury, back in third place. I'll give you a bottom tight end, though. Again, not a crazy amount of targets, but decent. 47 targets, but only 33 points and two touchdowns. And, I mean, two touchdowns for a tight end is nothing. Evan Ingram, New York Giants, disappointing. See, this is what I'm talking about with that Giants team. They got the names. They got the talent. What the heck is going on up there? You're asking me, man. I don't know. It's it's thinking a clean house in the management this summer. I like Joe Judge, though. I don't think they should get rid of Joe Judge. No, I think he's okay, man. I don't know. Yeah. Top defense, the Patriots. The overall and in fantasy now. Bottom defense, still the Jets. And as usual, who cares about the kickers? Couldn't agree more. Well, well done, Mr. Big Data. So last week, I take your analysis, I take it, and I put it into a small little spreadsheet, and I look at my players, and then I always try to find, when I play DraftKings, I always try to find, okay, here are the top guys. You want them because you know they're producers, but who's that one guy that's not going to, who no one's thinking about, um, and you can insert them into your lineup and win. Last week, big data, I won. Like, look, it's not a lot of money, but I won $15 between four or five teams that I had running kind of thing, which is not bad. But then this article came out, and you sent it over to me because I am a big DraftKings guy. I like my fan duel. I like playing both. I like the fantasy. And they had the audacity, DraftKings, to come out last week and say, basically, their CEO comes out and says, hey, you know what? Sports betting, this fantasy stuff shouldn't be for profit. It's for entertainment. And, you know, when you kind of sit back and look at that question, you kind of look at it and you say, he's kind of got a point, but he's kind of an idiot at the same time. Big data, where do you stand on it? Is fantasy football and sports betting entertainment or for profit? I think it can be both. Obviously, if you're offering a book, you're going to have professionals and amateurs uh, play against your company. I think he's saying that they're not going to cater to the professionals, that they're going to cater to the amateurs, and that's where the bulk of the profit is. And he might very well be right. Uh, but I mean, if you're not if you're not allowing professionals to win, which I don't think is the case there yet, uh, but if you're making it harder for professionals to win, you're going to lose the amateur crowd. I think you need to host all the players. Uh, it is a game of chance. Uh, obviously, the players are getting more and more sophisticated, the pros especially. Um, but yeah, if they want to cater to the amateurs, that's fine. But where I draw the line is if they don't want the pros playing at all. So that's where that's where the rub is for me. Yeah, you know, here's my whole thing on it. When it comes down to why do you play the lottery? Do you play the lottery because you just like seeing number uh, or little balls with numbers come up through the little vacuum? And to no, you do it because you want to be 
the Moneyball winner. You want to win. Well, it's no different when you're taking and putting together your own little fantasy team. I'm doing it, yes, for entertainment, but mostly I'm doing because I want to win that grand prize of 5000 10000 whatever kind of pool you're in. So is it entertaining? It's only entertaining, Big Data, because there's money on the line. If they said to you, okay, here you go. You're, if you win this DraftKings uh, you know, entry, you'll get tickets to a Flames game or a hockey game or a, a baseball game or something. I promise you, you will not be getting as many players. This is about money. This is about – that's what makes it entertaining. So when you talk about profit – I'm, I'm all for it. I think that if you don't offer the money, no one's playing. You're going to have some guys that will randomly play just to try to say I beat out, you know, te- uh, you know hashtag uh, this guy or at whoever. But the reality is, is you want, you know how you really make him feel? Is when you've won his, you win 500 bucks and that guy's won 100 bucks. That's what, where it really differentiates you at the end of the day. So going back to it, yes. Going against guys that do this for a living it sucks. It's not easy to beat those guys, but you know what? That's what makes it fun. The fact of the matter is that's entertaining. Yeah. But I'm not doing it because I want to see how far up the rank I can get. I'm doing it because I want to win a couple of bucks, 15 bucks here, 10 bucks there pays for my entry for the whole year. Big data. What's this guy talking about? I will only add this. Edwards, you play to win the game. (laughs) That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. There it is. The Full Spectrum Podcast hits you again. A couple of bonus games in there for you guys. Enjoy because uh, me and Big Data, we're starting to catch fire in the second half of the season. Fantasy playoffs are on their way. So take the pump and dump action and use it to your advantage. And uh, you know what? Go to DraftKings. Go to FanDuel and uh, make a couple of bucks. If you're doing it for fun, good for you. But hey, I'm in it for the money, baby. I'm in it for the money. (laughs) Take care, everybody. Have a great week. See you later, guys. Bye-bye. The Full Spectrum Podcast, presented by Champions and Legends. Champions and Legends produces hemp-derived CBD sports supplements for athletic preparation, performance, and recovery. Discover Champions and Legends on the World Wide Web at championsandlegends.com.